For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Father, thank you so very, very much. And as we come together like this every single Sunday, we are also here to minister to us that our gathering is never in vain. And each time we come, you are here in the midst of this house. Thank you so very much that this morning you are going to give us one key, one shortcut to a blessed life. Give that this key will work strongly in our homes. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. May be seated. Today is a special Sunday because next week is Galatians 6 6 Sunday where where we we come to honor our prophets. And um, one of the keys, one of the mysteries of life is that people are always looking for shortcuts. One day I was going to a certain place and then I thought that, oh, there should be a shortcut through a certain area. So I tried it. The normal walk to that place is about 15, 20 minutes. That day I walked for one hour. I guess I, I got lost in the area where I was looking for the shortcut. I, I walked for one hour, walked round and round and round. Then I saw that, ah, I'm near a familiar place. So when I got there, it was where I started from. I just parked the way too. So some shortcuts are not shortcuts. Some shortcuts are shortcuts because the person who is taking you there has walked there before. And so this morning, I want to give you a major key to you being blessed. And that is to honor your prophets. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. It's to honor your prophets. Amen. And, and the reason is this. When we do not honor him, we ourselves, uh, uh, miracles and the great moves of God that could happen in our lives don't happen. And we ourselves are left out of every wonderful thing that God can do. And so this morning, we want to turn to Mark chapter 1. Uh, today's seven service is a very beautiful, nice service. We are reading Bible verses throughout. So, those who don't read Bible today are reading for the whole week. It will last you till next week. Mark chapter 6. 
honored our prophets. Hallelujah. And he is worthy of honor for the many great things he has done. Built churches, built cathedrals, built a campus, built a hospital, building um, facilities to help the blind and help the, the, those who are um, amputated. It, it, I mean, what he is doing, and even every, any single one of our cathedrals could be somebody's major life work. So, such a privilege to be associated with this man. It is even more wonderful and calls us family. What a blessing. What a total blessing. Mark chapter 6. Honoring prophets. And at the same time, not honoring prophets. Jesus, verse 1. Jesus, I'm reading from the Contemporary English version, just to make it easier to read for those of us who are not King James. Those of us who are not King James fans. Jesus left and returned to his hometown, Nazareth, with his disciples. The next Sabbath, he taught in the Jewish, in the synagogue, the Jewish meeting place. Many of the people who heard him were amazed and asked, how can he do all this? Where did he get such wisdom and the power to work these miracles? So clearly, he had done miracles previously and they knew that he was a miracle worker. And they had seen the miracles, they had heard of the miracles he had done. That is why they were referring to those miracles. But they, they rather deviated and they said, isn't he the carpenter, son of Mary, aunt James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, his brothers? Don't his sisters still live here in our town? And the people were very unhappy because of what he was doing. Verse 6, verse 4. And Jesus said, Prophets are honored by everyone except the people of their hometown and their relatives and their own family. And it's true. Yesterday I got a text from um, a man in Botswana who was totally amazed at the campaigns that we had just finished in, in Botswana. He was he was so amazed and he said that he has not seen such miracles before. He said that he has never come across a man so anointed and the simplicity of his preaching, the genuineness of the miracles and the first night's miracles. I think all those, some of the major ones were doctors themselves who could testify as to the healing they had themselves experienced. So he said that this is a great man in Ghana. We are very, very blessed that this man belongs to us. And so somebody from outside is seeing that our, our father is very anointed. And Jesus is warning that those, his relatives and his family, and, and we are the family of, of 
the, our father. And so we are the ones most, are, are you here this morning? We are the ones most in danger of not honoring him and not being able to receive the blessings that follow and come along with honoring him. Uh, uh, who's that young lady with you? Just on your phone. I hope it's Bible you are reading and not sending WhatsApp or sending text. Yeah, please check for me what you do. If it's text, put that in your pocket and read it away. And verse 5. And because they did not honor him, Jesus could not work any miracles there except to heal a few sick people by placing his hands on them. So, a great miracle worker, I mean, a a, a real miracle worker has come to a place and he's walking among them and there are people there who are in need of miracles. How many here need a miracle? You need a real miracle. How many have a big financial bill you can't pay? And I see a bill you can't pay. Nobody. What a good change. Only, only you. Okay. Yeah. How many want things they can't buy? Something you want, but you really want it. And, and you can't, I mean, it's not coming. Your money is not coming. And you are still trying to get it. For years, God have mercy on you. Amen. But, but people are in need of miracles. Sometimes it's healing. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes they're trying to get a wife or a husband. That one too is a miracle. I don't think so. You think so? Yeah, sometimes to get a, a good husband or to get a good wife. Ah, Shabaya. Only God can help you. We need miracles. You can be at a place where, look, how to get a job. I mean, there's no job. You have tried and tried and tried. There's no job. But meanwhile, you're becoming poorer and poorer. And you need a job. Sometimes it takes a miracle to get a job. Hallelujah. And all of us who are here, we are in, well, not all of us. Some of us are very blessed. Most of us, we are in need of miracles. And there is a miracle worker among us. So we should not... We should not be those who have Jesus among us. And there, he did no miracle. Just preached a word or two. And then just gave one person a blessing. I'm that one person. Bless one person. And then the rest of you said bye-bye. Amen. He could do no miracles. Verse 5. There, he could do no miracles except to heal a few sick people by placing his hands on them. So, here we are. This morning, I need you to think very carefully about what I'm preaching. Because here we are, um, a people who don't have many things that we need. Don't have, don't have uh, houses, don't have jobs, don't have many things that we need. Jesus was in a place where he only healed a few sick people. But look, when he left there, 
and went to a different place where he was honored. And look what happened. Verse 7. Number 1, he had power to set people out. Verse 7. Then he called together his 12 apostles and sent them two by two with power over evil spirits. Verse 12. The apostles left and started telling everyone to turn to God. And they cast out many demons. And they healed a lot of sick people by putting their, by anointed oil. So, as soon as he left the place, and he went to a different place, here now, he had power to call people and send them. And those who were sent had power to do the miracles that people wanted. Amen. When he left, you see, here he could do no miracles. He himself could do no miracles. Then he left, went to a different place. And when he got there, even the people around him could do miracles. That's the power that was on him. Verse 34. The second sign of his power. Verse 34. When Jesus got out of the boats, he saw the large crowd that was like sheep without a shepherd. And he felt sorry for them and started teaching them many things. Verse 41. Then they were hungry. And here are 5,000 people who are hungry. Then Jesus took five loaves and two fish. He looked up towards heaven and blessed them. Then he broke the bread and handed it to his disciples to give it to their people. He also divided the two fish so that everyone could have some. And everyone had eaten, verse 42, and everyone ate as much as they wanted. One day you will not want for anything again. Not today, one day. And that one day came when Jesus moved among them with power. The disciples picked up 12 large baskets of leftover bread and fish. And there were 5,000 men who ate their food. This is, this is Jesus. The man who could not heal anybody. He was at a place where he could do no miracle. And then in another place, he could feed 5,000 people with the two fish and the five loaves and two fish that he had. Look, it, it is the power that he had that didn't come out in the other place where he was. Verse 45. Verse 45. Right away, Jesus made his disciples get into their boats and start back across to the other side. But he stayed until he had sent the crowd away. Verse 48. He could see that the disciples were struggling hard because they were rowing against the wind. And not long before morning, Jesus came to them. He was walking on the water and about to pass the boats. Tap your neighbor and ask him, what kind of miracle is this? I mean, what kind of power are we seeing that somebody is walking on water? 
If I break even a bucket, you can't walk on it. Even a bucket, put a, bath, a bucket of water. You can't, I mean, this is, that's why the disciples were amazed. What kind of person are you? What manner of man is this? Look at the things you are doing. I mean, you are, you are, you are, you are far, far more powerful than we ever thought. And that's Jesus having the power to walk on water. The man who earlier could not heal anybody. Now here he was walking on water. First he, he sent out disciples who had power themselves. Then next he was able to um, feed 5,000 people with a little, a very small amount. And then now he's walking on water and look at the fourth thing that he did. Verse 56, 53. This is the same chapter 6. I'm just, I'm not going out of the chapter for you to know that at the beginning where nothing happened. And now at the end, the same man in the same, in the same space of time, such a very different response. Verse 53. When Jesus and his disciples crossed the lake and brought the boat to shore near the town of Gennesaret. Verse 56. In every, the man who could heal only a few people. Now he's gone to a different place. And in every village or farm or marketplace where Jesus went, the people brought their sick to him. The same sick. The same sick. And they begged him to let them touch his clothes. I mean, in, in, in uh, Nazareth, he was laying hands. And you know, we pastors, when you lay hands, automatically you fire tongues. Lay hands on your neighbor and you see. Lay hands on your neighbor and see. What the tongues start coming. Shabaya, baka. It, it just comes. Hey, you lay hands on your neighbor. Try it and see. When you lay hands, then straight away fire tongues. I mean, that's how it is. You are we are inspired to do something. But now he's gone to a different place where he is not laying hands. But they are just touching the, his clothes. Touching the hem of his garments. And what happened is everyone who did that was healed. Now, this morning, let me ask you a question. Is Jesus powerful or not powerful? No, take your time. Is Jesus powerful or not powerful? Look, uh, chapter 6, verse, verse uh, 5. And Jesus could not work any miracles there except to heal a few sick people. Is Jesus powerful or not powerful? Read verse 5 again yourself. Read it aloud. Ready? Let's read it. Go. Jesus could not work any miracles there except to heal a few people by placing his hands on them. So now ask him, is he powerful or not powerful? He's very powerful. So if he's very powerful, how come, how come he's in a place where he could do no miracle? If he is powerful, how come he has, he's in a place where is there and the people are in need. They are hungry but he can make food. They are, they are sick and he can heal. 
very likely it is the same with many of us that as you are here, you are in need. Look at your sister's big bag and look inside and see how much money is in the big bag. Sister, look at the sister, ask how much money is in the big bag she's carrying. You will find that there's no money inside lipstick and mirror and shoes and maybe a scarf. Yeah, that's what they have. And the, and, the, and the men are smiling. The men, look, men, they don't have any bags. They have nothing. Look, ask the man nearby. Let me check your pockets and see what I will find. The man nearby, tap the man nearby and say, Mr. Man, confess, what is in your pockets? We don't have anything. And if you tell a man or somebody here, I'm coming to your house for lunch, it is a problem. Don't come. Don't come. I'm not at home. I've traveled. I've gone to town. Only one person coming for lunch is a problem. How much more? I'm coming with my brother and my sister. We are five. Me, my brother, my sister, and his two children. We are coming for lunch. And and you're already saying that, oh, my mother has called me. I'm going home. We can't even feed five people. And Jesus, are, are you here? Jesus was able to feed 5,000 people. The key, the difference is that people did not honor the prophets. Hallelujah. So this morning, we want to remove ourselves from the group of people who do not honor the prophets such that the miracles are you looking for a miracle? Are you looking for a miracle? The miracles you are looking for, they will come to you. I said the miracles you are looking for, they will come to you. And, and we have also seen that those who do honor the prophets, they see miracles. We have seen it. I have been among those who have been honoring him for years years. I've not failed his birthday, Galatians 6, 6 occasions for years and years. I always honor him. I always honor him. I mean, I've never, and I don't give small, small, small things. For years I've honored him. And I can see great blessings in my life. Am I not blessed? Oh, as for blessing me, I'm blessed. You don't know, I'm very blessed. And I can compare with my colleague pharmacists who are around Many of them do not have the things I have. I can't say, oh, but I'm telling you that I'm very blessed. And if you ask me to trace it back, I think it is the father I have and the family I belong to and the privilege I have of being close to him. Hallelujah. Put your hands together this morning. Now, many of us who are here now, you have Join the church at a time when it is so big that it is, it is not likely you will have the chance of one-on-one interaction with him. I mean, some years ago when Lighthouse was much smaller, he would be, he'd come to Kumasi, would be here for conventions, would have camps here. We had many occasions, even those who were not in Accra, had many occasions to interact with him personally. But, but now, the church is so big 
it has grown so fast that it is very difficult to handle the occasion of the one-on-one contact with him. And so, you may never, you may never have the chance to be friends with him that his blessings will come upon you. And that is why we are so happy that we have in place the Galatians 6, 6 Sunday where we can honor him. And as we honor him, the great blessings, the miracles that are possible when you honor a man will come upon us. Amen. Amen. That is why we are, we are really pressing for the Galatians 6, 6. It's not because we are trying to gain things for him at all. No. It is because you are a person in the position about to be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so Galatians 6, 6 is the great occasion where we come together to honor our prophet. Amen. How to honor him. So this morning, I want to show you how to honor a man. And everything that is done, there are stages and there are levels. Everything that is that exists, there are degrees of it. Some are very big, some are very small. Cars, there are big cars and there are small cars. Phones, there are big phones and there are small phones. There are cheap phones and there are expensive phones. Television, there are small televisions, there are big televisions. So everything that exists, it comes in degrees. So in the same way, as we are talking about honoring our father, the, the honoring that we can honor him, there are levels and there are types of honor you can give him. And each type of honor has its reward. And so this morning, I'm going to give you four types, four levels of honor. And I want you to try and figure out where you hit yourself. Is that okay? Is that okay? I'm giving you five types, five types of five stages of honoring. And you must also decide whether I'm level one, I'm level two, I'm level three, level four, or level five. And the highest level has the greatest reward. Or it's not true. It's true. Yes. So the highest level has the greatest reward. So I'm going to give you the five levels. Yeah, and this one, write it down because it's, a, it's a, an assignment. Level one, to recognize who he is. To recognize who he is. Because you can be among a person and you don't know who he is. You can be with a person and you don't know who he is. Amen. One day, he was walking with some men and they were chatting about what had happened in, in, in Jerusalem. And then Jesus asked them, um, what's going on? And they asked him, are you a stranger? And they began to ask, look, you, are, you, are, you, are, you don't know anything. But they didn't know that he was Jesus himself. So they were with him and they didn't know who he was. Amen. You can be with the person and you don't know who he is. And that is why sometimes great men move around us in very simple clothes, very simple things. And you don't know who they are. You must be able to recognize them. 
Recognize him for who he is. Hallelujah. John chapter 3. And there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And the same came to Jesus by a night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Number one, you must recognize that Bishop Dag in what builds is an unusual man. You must recognize it. This building here is a small, I mean, we are a branch of a branch. We are not at all the headquarters. Last year, this year, we're doing a conference here in March, our loyalty uh, conference, and we had, we made a lot of phone calls to different pastors to invite them, and then one man said, I won't call his name, something, something, Church International, said, oh, the headquarters is at uh, somewhere, and we should come and see him for his uh, um, registration for the conference. So tell somebody, something, something, Church International, the headquarters is in somewhere in Kumasi, and we should come there for his registration. So I sent uh, Pastor Albert to go with his car to the headquarters of the place, and he went there, and lo and behold, the headquarters was a, a wooden structure with just some zingling, hey! and then they written on the, on the, uh, 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 the lintel written, something on the church international, Headquarters. Tell somebody what a shock. Headquarters. Look, the headquarters, it can go into my office. It can fit into my office. But and he's there very happy. My headquarters. And this building here is we, we they are look, they have we have at the moment about 40 cathedrals around the world. Tell somebody he's a very unusual man. He has built a church. He has built schools. He has built a hospital. He has built a campus. Oh, I mean, and right now, he has gone to another country doing crusades. I thought you would put your hands together for such a man. It's, he is, you see, and you can be here and you don't recognize that this man is doing something that few men in Ghana can do. I, I don't know of any Ghanaian enterprise that is in 90 countries. I don't know of any Ghanaian company that has as many buildings as we have. I, I don't know of any system, any, any entity that is building continually as we are. You must recognize that this man is a special man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must recognize that this building, look, look, look around, look around, and tell about your house and this place, which you are fine. Tap the neighbor. Tap the neighbor. Oh, please. Your house and this place. Your, your house carpet. Look, your house, when something falls down the ground, you can't take it again. Amen. I won't say that that people come here to go to toilets. I will say it. They, they leave their houses because in their house there's no toilets. And they come to church. First of toilets. No 
no, no, I won't say it, but it's true. I won't say it, but it's true. They come around, they walk straight there, shit, that, that's all. Tell somebody, your house is here, which one fine. And this place is just a small branch of a branch of a small part and the headquarters is in a different place. You must recognize that this man is a special man. Put your hands together. If, if you don't recognize him, the lowest honoring, you don't have it. You don't have it. If you can't recognize that this man is a special man who can rise up and take 40 men, trucks, uh, uh, everything, chairs, go to a foreign country and do a crusade there and win thousands of souls. If you can't see it, tell your neighbor, look, if you can't see the address there, you're, you are lost. Why you are part? Tap your neighbor and tell them, if you, oh, please tap your neighbor. If you can't see it, this one alone, I mean, if you can't see this alone, you are lost, pa. You are, I mean, shake your head. Say you are very lost. No, you didn't shake your head. Tap, tap him and shake your head. Asemnu serious, pa. You can't see. This is the lowest honoring of a man. And he's a great man. You must see that one. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one again. He's a great man. Second level of honoring. I hope you passed the first level. I hope you passed it. Second level of honoring. Those who heard him, heard him, or those who listened to him, listened to him happily, gladly. Mark 12. Mark chapter 12. And verse 35. Today I told you, there's scriptures I'm giving you, Bible verses. Verse 35. And Jesus answered and said, while he taught in the temple, how say the scribes that Christ is the son of David? He was teaching. Verse 37. David therefore himself calls him Lord. And how therefore is he his son? And the common people heard him gladly. Hallelujah. And the common people heard him gladly. So the second level of honoring them, are you listening to me? The second level of honoring a man is that I am happy to listen to him. There are people who are very happy to watch football. When they hear Manchester against Arsenal, they go and watch. Liverpool against, against Chelsea, they go and watch. Uh, 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 who again? Barcelona against Real Madrid, they go and watch. Again, say, say something, you are talking, talk again. Inter Milan against AC Milan, they go and watch. Any football, they go and watch. Why? Not has of No, no, no. Not has not Kotoko. No. Any football match that is being played, they go and watch. Why? They like football. They enjoy football. And they watch football gladly. So, the second level of honoring this man is that I want to hear him. And when I hear him, I'm very happy to hear him. Amen. And that is also because of the, right now, to make it more possible, we have the podcast available. 
you, we must be people who are very eager to, and ready to hear his voice and to hear what he has to say. Amen. You cannot be here and like, I don't care what is happening. No, no, no. Then you are not honoring him. If you are here this morning and you don't, he's in, he's in um, Botswana, he's having his campaigns. We send out very often on WhatsApp short clips and videos of the miracles that are going on and on Facebook and on YouTube. You can see and watch the whole campaign. I watch them all. I watch them all. The pastor's conference, I watch them all. If you don't care, maybe you didn't know. I don't know how you don't know, but maybe you didn't know. Or you have not even taken much time. But if you don't care to see what is he saying in a different country, what is he telling them, then you are also missing the second level of honoring. Because a man, a great man is talking and you don't care. Let, let, me, let me explain further. If, if elect somebody, a, a man, a, elect a great man came. I need a great man. It's a great man. Come. If a great man came to this place, okay, um, and as he came here, and then you saw him, then you stood up. What are you doing? You are honoring him. You are recognizing that he's a great man. That's why hey, you stand up some. Ah, and they all stand up. They are saying that what? He's a great man. Don't you agree? He's a great man. Then the great man comes here. And then, oh, sit down. And then he comes to talk to you. As he's talking to you, then fall asleep. Sleep, sleep. Fall, fall down, cry. Not on the floor. Fall on the neighbor. Put your head down and sleep. What is, what, listen. What is she saying about the great man? Boring. Is she honoring him? Not at all. Rather, she's dishonoring him. By has she insulted him? Stupid man, that's what she said. Crazy man, that's what she said. Mr. Man, get away. That's what she said. What did she say? What did she say? Nothing. She said nothing, but she slept. But she didn't listen to what he said. That alone is a dishonoring of a man. And those who are listening, listen, listen properly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those who are listening, as if he's, they are saying you are a great man. So when you listen to a man talking and you want to hear his words, you are saying he's a great man. May you listen to his words. May you listen... I, I, and you see, thank you, Mr. Gretzman. And, and you see, I'm explaining to you why some of us don't see miracles in our lives. We need miracles. You are in a church of miracles. There are so many miracles happening in this church. If you listen to the podcast and you hear the first love services, you hear miracles plenty. But you don't have miracles. So maybe you are failing at the second level of honoring him because you don't listen at all to his words. May you listen to his words from today. May you ask at the end of the service, ask every person, I want their podcast, I want to know 
Facebook, YouTube address so that I can see what he's doing. But from today, I am going to honor him by listening to his words. Hallelujah. Number three. So we're on the first level, the lowest level. Hey, what's the lowest level? To recognize that he's a great man. What's the second level? Uh, uh, please shake it by Either you are not here or you are here. What's the second level? To listen to him gladly. I want to hear what he's saying. Third level is to obey. To obey something he has said. Now, Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. When Peter spoke mightily um, on the day of Pentecost, verse 37. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? So, the third level, are you listening? The third level of honoring a man is when he says something, you do it. So, if Mr. Great Man, Mr. Great Man has come and he's standing here and then he says, um, Sister Golda, please come. Don't come. Let's sit down. Please, Golda, please come. And, she, and then she doesn't come. What, what is the message? What is the message? Are, are you listening? If you call somebody, come, and the person doesn't come. What is the message that is being put across? I don't respect you. I don't respect you. If you are in town, you are walking through town, and then a certain that you never see you. Uh, sweetie, sweetie, come. Will you go? Why not? It's demeaning. I mean, what? Who are you? Come, come. Will you go? You, I won't go at all. Ah, who, who are you calling? Uh, how? 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 I won't go. I, I don't. I don't think you respect me. So I won't come. I, are you listening? So, listen. Listen, so when somebody says, uh, uh, Sister, please come. Please come, yes. No, listen. This lady has just honored me. She has just honored me because I've called her out of the congregation. I don't, I don't know her name. I'll know her name by the end of service. And I just called her and she came. Did you complain as you were coming? Did she complain as she was coming? Did she say, mm, I Please confess. Did she say that as she was coming? She didn't say, I am force She just came happily here. She has honored me. Clap for her in this one. She has honored me by obeying something I said. So, God bless you. Somebody honor you too. So, thank you. So, when our prophet says something 
and you obey and you do it for the simple reason. Did you want to come here? Had you planned today, but when I go, I will go to the front. Was that your plan today? No. It was not your plan. But because, just because I said it, that's why she came. And so, simply do something that he said because he said it. It is an honoring to him. Amen. It is an honoring of the man to just obey him and do something he said. I have not planned to do it. It's not in my intention. It's not in my head. But just because you said it. If you remember Luke chapter 5, 4, when Jesus told uh, uh, Simon Peter, launch out to the deep and cast thy net into the water. And what did Peter say? Master, we have toiled all night and taken nothing. I mean, what you are saying, I've done it, it didn't work. But at thy word, because you are the one saying it, I will do it. And Peter did it simply because left to himself, Peter will never go and fish again. I've tried, it didn't work, I'm going home. Left to himself, he would not have gone out one more time in the sea to fish. But he said, because you say it, that's the only reason why I am doing this thing. Because you said, I will do it. And he did it, and then he was so very blessed. This morning, you must agree that I will do something that I hear in church. Because I heard it in church. And when you have that mind, you will be on the way to being blessed. I didn't hear an amen. Just do something that you heard in church. I have not planned to do it. It's not my mind. It's not my calculation. It's not my, my, my thoughts. But just because I heard it in church, I'm going to do it. And what you hear in church, this church is called Lighthouse. What we do here, what our prophet has told us. So the things you obey and do in church are the things he has taught us. Hallelujah. When you do, help your neighbor and tell them, if you do anything in church, Please tap your neighbor on the shoulder. If you do anything in church, you are obeying the prophets. So ask him, what are you doing in church? That you are doing because you heard it in church. That's all. What? Many of you, nothing. Nothing. What are you doing in church? That is the level three of honoring the man. And you can see that we are not honoring him. You can see it. We are not honoring him. We are not doing anything simply because he said it. Not that I had planned to do it. Or it was my mind also. But because he said it. Many things he has said. One, pay tight. Two, join a, a, a or a basanta. Be active in church. Three, be a soul winner. Four, one member, three souls. Tap your neighbor. Which of these have you done? Tap your neighbor. Which of these have you done? Which soul, please hold your neighbor by that one there's arrest. Hold him by the dress. Which souls have you brought to church? How many times have you paid your tithes? Which group have you joined in the church? Oh, uh, uh, please hold the neighbor by the dress. Oh, hold, hold the dress. Don't worry. Hold the neighbor by the dress. 
Ask him question one. Which, how many souls have you won? What did he say? Shelly. Number two. How many times have you paid your tithes? What did he say? Zero. Ask him, which group have you joined in church? What did he say? Nothing. Tuesdays, do you come to church? Ask him, tap him. Do you see? Do you see why you are not being blessed? Do you see why you are not seeing miracles and breakthroughs? Because we are not doing things that the prophet has said. Hallelujah. Number four. Number four. What's number one? What is number one? Recognize who he is. That he's a prophet. What's number two? Happy to listen to him. Readily. Tell somebody, get the podcast. Go on to Facebook and YouTube and watch the crusades and the campaigns. What's number three? To obey something he has said. And number four, to give. To give. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. Giving, giving is a sign of honoring. We honor God by giving. We honor men by giving. It is a sign of honoring. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 1. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. A son honors his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Says the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests, that despise my name. And, and they say, where, wherein have we despised thy name? And they are asking, Jesus said, you despise me. And they said, how, how do we despise you? And he said, he offered polluted bread upon my altar. And you say, how have we offered polluted bread? Verse 8. And you offer the blind for sacrifice. This is not evil. When people come to give you things, they look at what they don't like. They look in their wallet and they find their old one CD notes that the total driver doesn't like. Or they just find what is something that they can afford and they give it to you and they just say, take it like that. Amen. But giving is a sign of honoring. How many know that? Giving is a sign of honoring. Amen. So that is the fourth level that we give to honor our Father. Why people do not give? Why people do not give? Number one, they don't think about it. 
They don't think about this. He's just busy. He didn't think about it at all. He didn't look at you to try to see whether to give you or not. It's not at all in his mind. He didn't think about it. That's the reason why people don't give. And why many of us don't give. Number two, they don't feel they have extra money. My money cry is short. I even need more money myself. And I should go and dash money. No. Someone should dash me. I need money myself. So those who, how many here need money? Let me see your hand. Yeah, we all need money. And for that reason, I won't give. Because I need money. I'm also uh, uh, under pressure. That's why people don't give. They think that they are poor themselves. Number three is, they are hoping somebody will give them. How many have ever been going to somebody's house and you are hoping that they will dash you something? Can I see your hand? As you are going to a, can I see your hand, please? As you are going to a place, you are hoping that or oh, somebody is holding some food. Say, oh, I, I hope you share and give me something. How many have had that mind before? Yeah, yes. When you have that mind, you don't think, what can I give? That mind, what can I give, doesn't come to you. You are thinking, what can I get? So, once you have that mind, I'm hoping to receive, you never are considering how to give the person. Why people don't give? And the, and the fourth reason why they don't give, nobody has told them to give. Nobody has told them to give. So, they just pocket everything and give. They are parents, they have children, and you don't make your children tight. Parents have children who don't tithe. My children, they learned how to tithe from long ago. I told them, any money you get, I tell them, tithe straight away. And I go and take their tithe card. Now they have learned it. But when you have children who don't tithe, and you don't make them tithe, no, you are not teaching them the good thing. And when they learn as children, they will never forget again. And that is why some grown-ups, I think they're the one. Some grown-ups, they can't tithe. I think you are the one. Grown-ups who have heard about tithing, they have heard. Hold your neighbor's ear. Haven't you heard before? Hold your neighbor's ear. Haven't you heard about tithing? Please, hold, I don't care who you are sitting by. Hold your person's ear. Say, the man said, don't be me. The man said, make I hold your ear. Hold the ear. Sophia, hold, hold his ear. Yes. Hold the ear. The man said, I should hold your ear. Haven't you heard about tithing? Haven't you heard about tithing? They have. They have heard about tithing, but they don't tithe. Because they were never taught how to tithe as children. And they've always said that, me too, I'm poor. I don't have money. I'm in need. I'm also broke. And so they have not tithed. And that is why your poverty is not finishing. Hallelujah. Are you here? And the highest level of honoring a man. Greater love has no man than this. That a man lay down his life for a friend. To give 
even when you are down. To give even when you have little. That's the greatest honor you can do. To give even when you yourself are tight. When you can do that, are you listening to me this morning? When you can do that, when you can honor a man at the highest level, what happens is you open the door for the greatest blessings coming to your life. That is what we are coming to do next week. To welcome the greatest blessings that you have ever seen to come into your life. Put your hands together. The greatest blessings. The greatest blessings. Hallelujah. By honoring our Father. I want us to prepare our happy neighbor and say, prepare your, your hearts and prepare yourself that we are going to honor our prophets and in the process you will be so blessed amen how many have a great need you have a great need lift your hand well listen anybody who has a great need let me tell you something. Sow a great seed into the prophet's life next week. Anybody who is in debt and I don't have money, that is the person who should sow the biggest seed into the prophet's life next week to get out of debt because a miracle will happen. I didn't hear amen. Anybody who is under any kind of pressure, financial pressure, social pressure, I can't get a job, I can't get a beloved, I can't get a child, I can't get an accommodation, I'm under pressure. Anybody who is in need of a miracle, I want to give you a shortcut to a miracle. Sow a seed, a deliberate seed into the life of our prophets next week next week sunday come i want you to come ready prepared that listen i'm going to get a shortcut to my blessing because as soon as jesus was honored miracles began to happen and, and many of us who are in church we say oh i don't think bad about him maybe but we have not done the things that will honor him that will bring great blessings into our lives. That is why as a church we desire to help our members. I, I thought that my children, what I can best, how I can best help them is teach them how to tithe. How I can best help them financially is to let them tithe easily without crying inside. And I try to teach them and they've learned it. And now they are all doing very well. May you understand that it is in giving, giving to the things of God, planting and sowing into prophets that your greatest blessing will come to you. I didn't hear an amen. It is in honoring our prophet next week. It is in being able to rise up and take an offering that we really need 
that offering is what is going to bring a breakthrough into your life. Hallelujah. How to honor and levels of honoring. What is level one? What is level one? To recognize who he is. That he is a very great, honorable, and anointed man. Hallelujah. What is level two? To hear him gladly. I want to see and know what he's saying, what he's doing. And that is why his books, which are his words, we always try and make it available. That is why we are preaching from his book. And that book is given to you as cheaply as possible. So as many as possible can get it. Why? The books are his words. And you should really try everybody to have his books, to have his words. Amen. What is number three? To obey something he has said. Obey gladly. Change. Tell your neighbor, you must do something. Not because you want to, but because he said it. But because he said it. Obey him gladly. I'm doing this thing because of my, 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 my bishop's words. And the fourth thing is to give. To give. I will plant a seed. Don't say I don't have money. Don't say I'm also in need. Tap the device and say, don't say, don't think like that. Don't say that I also need money. So I dare no way there next year. Why? This, this year, don't worry me. You know something? When I get my rent, pay my school fees, pay my light bill, pay my water bill, pay my everything, okay, then I will come and say, that day will never come. The way things are now, that day will not come. But if you honor him now, that day will be coming to you very soon and very fast. Honor him with the gifts. And finally, honor him with the sacrificial gifts. That's the highest honor. At the time when I'm tight, at the time when I'm under financial pressure, my father's normal pocket money has reduced. And this is the time when you are saying, I should give offering? Yes. Yes. This is the time when I've lost my job. Now I have no salary. I'm struggling. And at this time, you are asking me to give? Yes. My school fees, I've only paid half. I need 1,700 more to pay the balance. I don't have it. And you are saying I should take 100 CDs and give it away? Yes. Yes. That is the exact message I'm saying. At this time, at this time, because this is the season to honor our prophet. And as we honor him, you'll be amazed at what will happen in your life. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. The key is, the key is to gladly receive these words. Gladly receive these words. And to do something that you have not planned to do, but out of obedience to what you have heard, then you are, be you are beginning to honor him. And then as you give, you are going further to honor him. As you give your best, that's the highest level of honor. You can honor the prophets. Then, the blessings that 
the miracles, the signs and wonders that are so common in his ministry will happen in your life. Put your hands together. Shall we stand to our feet? I want you to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lord, let me honor this man, our prophet. Let me honor him. First of all, in my heart, let me recognize who he is, that he's the key to my blessing. This morning, just pray. Lord, let me honor him. Let me recognize him as a great man in the name of Jesus. Just pray. Lord, he's the man who built this church. He has built many churches, made it possible for many souls to be one. He has built things by that grace. Exerting anointing is on him. I can tap into that anointing by honoring him and being a part of this thing. In the name of Jesus, just pray. Just pray right now. Shut it. Just lift your hand and lift your voice and just pray. Lord, Lord, this morning, I want to be a partaker in the blessings of this house. I want to build as this church builds. I want to be increasing as this church increases. I want to do well as this church does well in the name of Jesus. Just lift your voice and let's pray. Just a short prayer. Shut up. Just talk to God this morning. Pray, oh Lord, help me, help me, help me. I, I have so many problems. I have so many issues. I have so many debts. I have so many things I'm trying to solve. But they are not solving. But this morning, this morning, as I honor my prophets, may breakthroughs, may miracles, may deliverances come into my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just pray right now. In the name of Jesus. In the, oh, I cannot hear you at all. I cannot hear you at all. I cannot hear you at all. You are praying for yourself. You are praying for your own deliverance. You are praying for your own breakthrough. You are praying that God will do something, a miracle, a miracle in your life. Lord, I need help, divine help. Lord, I need something supernatural. I'm trying, I'm trying. It's not coming for a long time. It hasn't come. Maybe today is the day that things turn around. Maybe today is the day that God will meet you at your point of your need. Today is the day that miracles are sent from heaven. The angel told Daniel, from the moment you began to pray, God sent an answer. May today be the day you begin to pray and God will send an answer in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One more time, just lift your right hand over your head and just pray. Lord, here I am. I'm the one here. I'm the one here. I need divine help. And God will ask you, what help? How can I help you? And the key is, I honor my prophets. I honor my prophet. Jesus said, I don't have a devil. I honor my father. This morning, you want to declare, I honor my prophets. Shut up. Lift your voice and pray. Just one minute. Speak in tongues. Wherever you are, just lift your voice and just pray. You are praying for your future. You are praying for yourself that things will change in your own life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you so very much for a prophet. Unlike many others, a prophet who you have given us as a father, as the 
head of this house and this morning we honor him as the man you have given us we honor him as the one who is taking us into our next level and i pray lord i pray that as we honor him may miracles may breakthroughs may divine provision be our portion in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i pray lord that may our lives be turned around from today may something unusual begin to happen to us may miracles may doors open may walls be broken may there be a way through the mountain may we discover a bridge over the river take us to the other side and help us to do very very well in the name of jesus amen amen this morning this morning you want to bow your heads you want to close your eyes it always begins with salvation it always begins with knowing jesus as your lord and savior if you are here this morning and you are not sure that you are born again you are not sure that you are going to heaven wherever you are in the house do me a favor and just lift your right hand that right now as i speak you are not sure you are born again you want to go to heaven but you are not sure thank you my sister see your hand god bless you anybody else you want to go to heaven but you are not sure thank you i see your hand at the back there anybody else thank you my brother i see your hand you are not sure you want to go to heaven but you are not sure today is a good day it's a good opportunity to rise up and join those of us who are on the highway to heaven and listen if you raise your hand do me one more favor just come to me right now at the front just come to me my brother and my wife yes just come put your hand together for them as they come oh clap for them today is a great day to give your life and give your heart to jesus oh clap for them what a blessing what a blessing what a blessing give your heart to jesus give your heart to jesus give your heart to jesus hallelujah i want us to pray at this time my sister my brothers i want us to pray and i want to lead you in this prayer and all of us who are here let us pray together dear jesus today i come to you just as i am lord jesus i believe that you are the son of god who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins you are the one who shed his blood to wash my sins away and you died so i should not die but have life and have life everlasting today i invite you lord jesus come into my life come into my heart prepare a place for me in heaven by your side write my name in the book of life from today i will follow you i will serve you and i will love you and today i become born again and you jesus are my lord my master my savior and my best friend thank you father for sending jesus to save us from our sins lord thank you so very very much for these 
young men and young lady as they stand here to confess your name before this house. I pray, Lord, that you mark them also as your very own. From this day onwards, they are yours. May they be declared as your very own children in this lifetime. Thank you that from today, they will never, never, never stray. Keep them always unto yourself. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints said, Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, My son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He